0: happy to be here with a Disneyland friend of mine. I love that we really officially met at Disneyland, which makes it that much more special. Um, But I am here with Caroline Rose, like intuitive to the stars, to the like universe, like kick ass, like you're just the best best and I think that the best part about you is also that you love Disneyland like I love Disneyland Absolutely. so <laughs> we just had way too much fun together when we were there and this was pre pregnancy so I was not going on the splash mountain you know uh, super pregnant but I will say something that did happen to me on that trip that that when we went to Disneyland in that big group is we were laughing saying how one of our mutual friends Dan shout out to Dan that he got uh, like an eye infection or something when he went on Splash Mountain when he was a kid and I was like that's bizarre like that's bizarre that doesn't happen I swear to you Carolyn I got a severe ear infection literally from Splash Mountain and I went to the urgent care and I was like, I can't hear it at this ear. It's so painful. Like there's ringing all this stuff and they look at it and they go, you have so much water in your ear. Were you swimming? And I was like, no. They're like, did you go underwater in the bath? I'm like, no. I'm like, Oh my God, it was Splash Mountain. We went two <laughs> times in a row. And I was like, this is totally my fault. And I'm like, Dan, I totally That's understand amazing. what you're going through. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's, you all came off that ride so drenched. And I was like, kudos to you for doing it at the end of the night. It was like...
0: It was freezing.
1: Past sunset. It was freezing. And I was like, me and Matt are just standing on the side. We're like, nope.
0: You're like, you (laughs) and your brother are like, this is not happening. Nope. We're not doing this. And it was so empty and so cold that they let us not even get off the ride. They let us continue on. So we did it two times in a row. And I tell you, not a smart decision. Think, think before you do these things, people. Um, but um, that's why you're the intuitive, and I'm not. So, see, like that's the full circle moment here. That's what we're learning. Um, Caroline, I'm so excited to have an intuitive on the show. There have been wonderful people who do somatic therapy healing, who do you know have different types of modalities that you practice as well. And who are intuitives in their own way. Um, And I just thought of someone that I want to connect you with as we're having this conversation, who I think would be like your new best friend. Um, But that's neither here nor there. But can you please tell me, how did you get involved in all of this with the intuitive healing, with somatic therapy, with mental health? How is this so important to you? Where's the start of all this? Like, Are you an intuitive as a baby?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Basically, I've always been a really intuitive person. And, um, you know, I grew up in a house that I swore was haunted. And, really? It it definitely wasn't. Like, I would always just hear footsteps. I would just feel really, like, weird energies near me. And I'm like, this is freaking me out. You're kidding me because
0: I experienced that as a kid all the time.
1: There you go. I mean, all of us are intuitive. Yeah. But it's like when you. When you practice it and you, you know, devote a specific time to strengthen it and heighten it, right? that's when you're like, oh, oh, well, this is real. Like right. the stuff comes in real quickly for you. So I would always like see a lot of things, like just a lot of energies, you know, not even like out of the corner of my eyes. I would just like look at someone and I would start to like kind of download a little information about mm. them without really speaking to them. Right, right. Um, so things like that I just noticed. And I really got into it, um, developed my psychic gifts um, about, honestly, I think four years ago. It hasn't been too long that I've been like doing this, but it just happened really quickly. I had um, a friend that passed away, and the only thing I wanted to do was just make sure she was okay. And so I just, you know, magic of the universe and the internet, I was listening to a different podcast one day, and someone came on and was like, yeah, I have a psychic development course. I was like, I didn't know that that was a thing. Who knew you could do
0: that? I did not know so that I was did. a thing. Oh my god, it's a
1: thing. It's a thing. It's amazing. Um, so I did it, and um, I was learning mediumship, and they take you through all these guided meditations, basically, and like they're telling you like you're going to meet this, you know, light being, and um, all these different things. It's literally just very magical and hard to explain. But I was going through this one guided meditation that was like, you know call in the person who has passed over that you want to meet up with. Mm. And it was my friend. And I was seeing every single thing that they were saying about 45 seconds before they even said it. Mm. And so she came Mm. like right in front of me. She touched my heart and I literally burst into tears because you feel it so deeply in your body. Oh, I can only
0: imagine.
1: Yeah. And it was was wild. And I was like, this is that moment where – all The other moments in my life made sense right. and kind of brought it in, like, oh, this stuff is real, like, right, real, real. So, since then, I've just been um, did yeah, you I've tap into
0: like us- thinking when, like, oh, d- d- was there ever a moment where you were like, oh, I wish that I knew how to tap into this kind of psychic ability when I was younger? Because obviously, being into it, like, uh, uh, they say this, right? And and it was something that Sturgis actually had been told recently, and I don't know who told him, but apparently from the age of like fetus to seven years old, children's brains are in theta. Um, and that's a state that you're in right before you fall asleep, right when you wake up, it's like a dream state as well. I get there in theta through, um, transcendental meditation. You can do that with any meditation And so that's why kids are so like absorbent and they can learn so much. And that's why they can learn all these different languages. And you're like, how do you do this? Like literally everything. So there must have been this moment of like, oh my God, I wish I knew how to tap into how to connect to the other side, you know, wow, I'm a kid and doing that. that is so cool.
1: Yeah. I literally popped out of my mother's womb and was like, I'm a witch. That's it. Like we're here. And I i just, that was my like number one belief growing up. I was like, I'm always just, I always wanted to be a witch. I had just all this fascination of like their powers, their psychic abilities, all right. the cool stuff. And so, um, yeah. And then, you know, as I sit here today, I look back on it and I go, oh, wow. Like, yeah, that happened for me. Right. I, like, <laughs> like everything that I kind of wanted, manifested you know, it. I always, Absolutely. And I always thought that people with psychic gifts, it's like you're born with them and that's it. You can't develop it. It's just you have it or you don't. But then I started to learn that, no, we all have the ability to do this, but it's just like anything we do in life. It's a practice. So you practice it, it develops. And soon enough, you're seeing seeing energies all over the place and you're like, ah, you know, maybe Maybe. I didn't want to do that. I don't know.
0: (laughs) When you reached out to your friend who had passed, was there some sort of, I mean, I'm sure there must have been, but maybe not. I don't know. Did you have like a closure for yourself where you felt, oh, wow, she's okay? Like it's 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 okay for me to yeah. move on?
1: Yeah. When she came to me, I, she was just the happiest little being I've ever seen. And so it really, it, it just warmed my heart and I was like, okay. And, you know, I talked to her every day and like, you know, I'm always sending all the love and I'm like, I know you're here with me sometimes. So it's it's still nice to know that like I can communicate sure when I need to and yeah really connect. Um but yeah, seeing really connecting with her, you you do get that. It's yeah. Really it's so healing and it was so necessary. So Yeah.
0: I was so grateful for it. Oh my God. I love that. Have you had so many people come to you? You know, I, it's, it's wild because I knew that you had these psychic abilities and I knew that you were an intuitive, but I didn't realize, I think to the extreme that it really was. So have you been doing a lot of, you know, since you've learned this, a lot of readings with people and what's like kind of the wildest story that's happened so far?
1: Oh, my gosh, honestly, my client, uh, this past Friday was so it was I I mean, I'm like at a loss of words, I've had so many recent um people book with me, and connecting to their soul has brought me to absolute tears. And I'm trying to like choke back as I'm wow. in the session. I'm very. I download my information as intuitives. We all download it in different ways. So you have like your clair senses. So like okay. if you've heard of being a clairvoyant. So if yes. you're clairvoyant, you see images, right? And you download information through visions. Um, clairaudience, audience, you hear your messages. Uh, clair sentient, which I am, you feel your messages. So through emotions. Um, oh, there, there's like. Taste and their smell. You know, if you ever smell something and it brings you back to a certain memory in your life, yes. So that's a clear sense. Um, I'm blanking on the name for those. Um, But yeah, so those are like, you know, your heightened senses, basically. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you get visions and or premonitions and you're like, oh, I saw that in my head. And then two days later, you're like, oh, whoa, that's weird. It happened. There you go. There you go. That's your psychic ability working for you. Right. So I download all of my information from clients, um, mainly through clairsentience, just feeling their emotions. And I start to feel the experience that they've had. Um, And then as well as I'll see images pop into my mind. But I also connect with your spirit guides. So I see your spirit team up in like the corner of my eye. And they give me basically facial expressions, like telling me um, kind of how this experience was for them, um, any you know, what was like the vibe essentially right. of what was going on for them uh, with whatever is coming through. But yeah, so I had this, my recent client, I was connecting to energy. And normally when I connect, I see my energy shoot up into the universe connect to the divine grid. It's just, it's kind of like whatever you see is exactly how it is.
0: For those who are driving and listening in the car, my mouth is like, I'm like, what? (laughs) What do you mean it shoots up to the grid? Like, what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So it's all
1: like, you know, the best thing I ever heard when I was developing my gifts were your imagination is real. Whatever you see, you can create and it's been created. Right. So, when you're there and you're connecting to someone's soul, you have to visualize your energy being grounded to the core of the earth, as well as extending as high into, you know, the universe as you can see it. So when that was happening for me, I saw my energy go past the point of where it normally attaches to. Mm. And it went straight up into like the angelic realm. And so I was just blown away. I was like, I haven't been here before. What's This is going to be interesting reading. And her soul was the most beautiful soul I've ever connected to. Wow. Just if you have like any blissful sensation throughout your body, if you've ever experienced that, it was like that times 10. I felt like I was floating on clouds connecting to her. I was like, you are such a pure being. Right. And it was just absolutely gorgeous. And I could not stop crying after I disconnected from her. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was, it was out of this world and literally out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> so- it was just incredible. And, um it's just that's my favorite part about doing what I do is that I connect with a person's soul and I get to feel their being as who they are at the core rather than, you know, what their human is showing me. right. And that's so special, right. It really is just so special. And you know, we come into this world as humans being like, I'm all sorts of messed up. Like, I need this yeah. therapy because I feel S, Y, and Z. But I'm like, well, let me connect to your soul because I bet you you're not as messed up as you think you are.
0: Yeah, no. And and no, one ever is. no, no one ever is. But I, went, I wonder, like, have you ever met or not even met, but like read with someone who, like, I'll use me, for instance, like living with bipolar disorder and having like a mental illness, and I use this in quotes, like, have you ever – met with someone that maybe was living with a mental illness or was dealing with some sort of mental health stress or maybe had suicidal ideations like, and they were in a really dark place in their life and that they needed that help to kind of get out because I do find, and, and listen, I'm, I'm queen of the woo woo. Everyone knows this, like at this point, but there have been times where, especially I think with breakups or with, with jobs, if, if you know, a job doesn't go forward for me or if I haven't been working for a while or, you know, there was a part where, like a point where I wanted to like rebrand the podcast and I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll just give it all up. Like that, you know, I was at that state where it was like my lowest of low points. And I always find myself being like, oh, I know what I need to do. I need to go to a psychic or I need to go to a healer or I need to go to someone who's going to tap into the spiritual realm. Um, maybe there's a message from someone that's above that I'm that that is trying to come to me. I always find myself immediately going there, like to that sort of an outsource. So have you experienced that with a lot of people as well where they've been craving something and they find you and you're the help that they need?
1: Absolutely. I get emails all the time, you know, off of people viewing me on TikTok and being like, you came up on my four, you page like at exactly the right moment. Please, like, you know, this is what I'm going through. Is there any way you can assist? And the answer is always yes, to the best of my ability. Absolutely. Um, I've worked with so many different people um, with all different mindsets. I've worked with even people who have no belief really in, mm. you know, what I do of right. connecting. They're like, I doubt you can connect to my soul. And then I do, and they're like, never mind. <laughs> never <laughs> so, mind. <laughs> yeah, so it's, um, yeah, and it it helps you however you need it to the most at mm. that moment. So whatever you need to receive is what you'll receive from it. Oh, and I think that's the most important thing. Rather than like searching for like, you know, um like i have this trauma in my life it's caused this for me moving forward can you help me release that if i connect to your soul your spirit guides are kind of guiding me through um what is the most important thing that we need to address what's going to help you right now and what's going to be like the catalyst essentially for helping you to clear out that trauma right um and so It's not like we just tackle that one thing you want to work on. It's like whatever your energy system needs to be released of right now is what we're working with. And that in itself will help clear out the other things too.
0: Interesting. So you
1: always receive what you need to receive from it.
0: And how do you deal with it in the sense where obviously – and I don't know how it works, like maybe there's a way that you disconnect and you can like step away and like go to bed at the end of the night and you're not hearing, you know, voices or having the feelings like that, you you know, how you're experiencing it. But how do you like kind of for your own mental health, step back and cleanse your own brain and, and just take that breath? Because I mean- it's so what you do is basically you're such an empath, right? And so you're taking everyone else's emotions on. I mean, it must be really tough. It,
1: when I first started, it was so tough because I didn't really know fully what I was doing just yet. I didn't, you know, I had all the practices and the tools, um, but I needed to create more of a routine where I was like really good about cleansing my energy, grounding it and protecting it. So so I always, you know, I wake up in the morning before I even get out of bed, I do this little visualization for myself and I tie a silver cord around my waist, send it to the uh, core of the earth, wrap it around there. And I'm like, I'm grounded in my home, no matter who I speak to, what I'm doing or where I travel, I'm grounded. And then I tug on that cord and I just feel and see like all these energies that no longer serve me. If my best and highest good drain out, I replenish my energy with just this golden light and I call my power back from every person, place, or thing that has taken it without my consent. And I do this multiple times a day. It'll, You know, it's wow. like a two-minute thing, either less than that. But I do it multiple times a day as much as I need. Um, and then I protect my energy, too, um, with just visualizing myself in white light and um, just stating, like, Spirit, please protect me from all energies that do not serve me. Um, and I go... It's kind of like if I get a sensation where something is attached to me that's not mine, and that I need to release it, I'll go through this again. Otherwise, water is the my favorite tool to use, best element to use of just going into the shower, letting the water just wash away all these energies, and wow. you know, making an intention for it. So, like my intention is that this water is releasing all these energies that are not mine, um, and it's just kind of the thing of like if you say it, it is. Right, it is so. Like right. what we speak in our in our mind, what we think, that's what it is, and so it comes
0: into fruition. It's so interesting that you say water because I'm such a water baby, like myself. Like I, I, I just find healing in water. I find healing in. I just. I'm the biggest fan of water, (laughs) biggest fan. But what I do find is if I do have a panic attack or I do find myself, you know, with a severe migraine, which is obviously just like massive stress, you know, even though it's genetic, it's still massive stress. And, um, or if I'm having a bipolar episode, I find the only thing that calms me down is going in the shower putting like a towel down, sitting there, letting the water hit my back and just roll down. And I can cry and I can scream. I can be loud. I can, you know, and it's like almost like no one can hear you. I'm sure the neighbors can hear me, but you know what I mean? Like no one can hear you. And there's something so magical about that because it's almost like a rebirth or like a baptism, if you will. You know, if you're going to take it from a, you know, a, a very religious standpoint, which I don't know why I would even say this, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like this, like, but it's like this cleansing rebirth. So like, I can imagine if you have entities that are on you or if you have bad energy and you're like, I need to start fresh and start clean. There's something about the physicality of like getting in a shower, water hitting you and it going down a drain. And I think that's something like everyone should take for visualization as well. Like, just remember that, like, you know, just close your eyes and pretend you're in the shower and all the badness is like, badness, that's not a word. All the like negativity is like, if it works, all the negativity and all of the like dark and like angry energy or whatever you're going through or someone else's bullshit throughout the day, like you brought it along with you, let it go down that drain, you know, let it wash over you and get all the way down and visualize it going all the way down to your toes and All the way down the sink. And it would be amazing. I'm learning so much with you.
1: (laughs) But see, you already do it. And that's amazing. That's like your intuition. But I didn't even think
0: about it. Yeah, I didn't even think about it until you said it. It's just something that I do. And I never associated that maybe... That could be possibly why I feel such a desire in the shower, like when I'm upset, why I I instinctually do that and why it's become such a routine in my life, like it's truly become a routine in my life. Now, I have to ask you, when you do your your healing, right? So we've talked about how you're an intuitive and how you can help read people and help them through their journeys. When you do the actual healing, what's kind of the process behind that? Because we've talked about you do, you know, trauma healing through yoga. Um, you have all different types of ways of doing it. Explain kind of your particular and specific process.
1: I would say so I work with two main modalities. So the intuitive readings that I offer, um, to clear out, uh, traumas that way. And then also I'm a somatic therapist. So clearing out that way, if someone's not, you know, connecting to the, um, intuitive
0: way, actually, why don't you explain um, what a intuitive- somatic therapist is? Because I think that somatic therapy okay. is really interesting too. And, 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 The fact that you do that as well, I think is really cool.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it is. um, It saved my life. The reason I stumbled, genuinely stumbled upon it, I was um, clinically depressed for 10 years and dove into, I was at the um, suicidal point and I got to, you know, do I save my life? Do I take my life? What do I do? And so um, hitting that space, you know, I chuck everything up to divine timing, Um, that's when I stumbled into my yoga practice. Mm -hmm. Um, I met a teacher who was also becoming a somatic therapist and she was like, Hey, you have wild depression. You want me to help you out here? And so I was like, I sure do. I definitely do. Um, I think within two months of working with her, I, everything shifted and I've never been the same since this is 10 years ago now. Um, but somatic therapy is a body-based approach to therapy Mm -hmm. where you, are linking the sensations and pains, chronic pains that you have in your body to what is happening in your life or what has already happened in your mm. life. So you know if um, if anyone suffers from chronic pain for years and they've gone to every single type of doctor and healing modality that they can and everyone's like, oh, we have no idea what's right. going on with you. Right. To a somatic therapist because 10 out of 10 times it's trauma that's been stored in your body and that just needs to be recognized it wow. needs to be seen it needs to be heard it needs to be felt and then it can release wow so somatic yeah it's like the best way to uh describe it is you know if you're having a traumatic event you're currently in a traumatic event and your body goes into, uh, you know, flight, fight or freeze Right. and you just are frozen. And you don't know what to do. That is the trauma energy trapping itself in your body. But instead, if you're in that traumatic event wow. and you are just constantly in motion and you're moving through it mm-hmm. and you don't freeze, that's the trauma, work like it's releasing. You're not being trapped wow. if you're just working yeah, so it's all about like just our natural bodily responses to events in our life,
0: and so people would come into you and be like, "Oh, you know, I have chronic migraines." We'll use me as an example, you know, and it's something that I've lived with my whole life. And it's kind of like walking through like a true, nor, I use normal in quotes, like normal therapy session where you're talking about your feelings, but you're identifying it enough to to the point of like, well, this is why the migraine always comes on, or this is why the backache always comes on, or this is why you have a pinched nerve that always comes along. Like it's doing that and then healing that way. Wow.
1: Yeah. So it's more like... Um, so, yes, we always – there's definitely, like, a conversational part to it and um, speaking to what's happening. But when we first – you know, if someone comes in for a session with me, once we say hello, our session has begun. Because yeah. it's whatever is working with most – like, whatever is present with you that day is what we work with. Mm-hmm. So the process that I take people through is um, I take them through, like, a few deep breaths at first just to kind of settle yourself into the space. Right. You know, transition from being – I don't know, out on the street to right here in your therapy session. Right. Exactly. And I just say, yeah, I just say, start moving your body however you naturally feel you want to move. So we just go through, you know, flail your arms, shake it out, Ooh, like, like bend your knees spin in circles, like however you can think about moving your body, move dude. it. And I do it with you so you don't feel weird. <laughs> um and like, we just do it together and you just you like have to be okay or come to an okay space of like, okay, this is weird, but it's going to But help. hey, it's going to work. It's going to work. And then what happens is um, I dial you back into having such, you know, awareness of your physical body. Mm-hmm. And in, our favorite question to ask a somatic therapists is what's happening now? Mm-hmm. And so- You speak just on the physical body. So what sensation do you feel the most? So a lot of the times, um, I mean, it's absolutely different for everyone. But recently with clients, it's been quite similar, which has been funny. Um, They'll be like, I have like this weird anxious sensation in my stomach. Mm. I say, okay, do you want to explore this? Or do you want to um, keep going and kind of find a different sensation to work with? So whatever sensation we, you know, is speaking the most to them Mm. and they want to kind of, they're curious about it. We settle into that. And so, if their stomach is feeling some sort of way, I may say, lay down on the floor. Let's put a pillow underneath your back to just open up that area. And let's find a point of edge in the body. Mm -hmm. So, it's a stretch in your body, but it's not a strain. So, you're just allowing that sensation to grow and to speak more to you. And then you're kind of just focusing on your breath the whole time, focusing on the sensation doing your best to take out any story in the mind of like, well, maybe it's here because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Let it come to you. So at the more you focus on it and the more I check in, I give you space for silence. But then when I check in, I say, what's happening now? Um, you know, things will start to come up like, Oh, you know, my mom just popped into my mind. Mm. Um, or, you know, the sensation started to shift in ways. So I'll just ask you questions about the sensation. Um, and, I mean, I have worked with, you know, hundreds of clients doing this for four years now. And more often than not, that sensation brings you back to a past memory that you had. Right. You know, it's a lot of the times it's, you know, connected to um, your childhood, parents, things that you've experienced. And things you probably forgot
0: about too and didn't even realize like that would be such a huge impact in my life.
1: Absolutely. So the... So that's like the greatest thing about somatic therapy is that you don't have to go into the therapy thinking of like, okay, what am I going to talk about today? Right. Because your body is going to bring that to the surface for you because your body knows like, okay, you've held this in for so long. It's time to release it now. Let's give you um, that outlet to do it. So, yes, somatic therapy is – it's so – Profound and it's so powerful because you're working with the whole human. We're not just doing mind stuff. We're working with the body, the spirit, your energy, your breath, everything. Um, yeah, I it just it genuinely saved that. my life. So I'm like, let's do it.
0: And how did you find it when you were like, in just the state?
1: so randomly?
0: And I think that that's how everything happens, right? You know, everything happens in divine intervention. Yes,
1: 100%. The yoga teacher, when I started my yoga practice, um, I was always like very, I had a lot of stage fright. So I was, Mm. I never went to a physical yoga class. So I hired a private teacher and I would just go to her house once a week more to learn about the lifestyle of yoga rather than the physical practice. Um, Because I was noticing, well, my mind has been so much different since I started a yoga practice. um, There was like no, you know, no time to really think about anything when you're doing a yoga practice. So I was learning from her, the philosophy, the history, how to really incorporate it as a lifestyle. And that's when she said, you know, I know you're suffering with depression. I also am a somatic therapist. I'm in training for it. Do you want to try out some sessions? And it was just through that. It changed my life. And then Honestly, I don't think it was until about five years later or so that I did. I ended up doing the same program that she did um, to become certified wow. and greatest gift a, I could
0: ever ex- have Exactly. Used. Like that's what I'm saying. What a gift, like a gift for yourself yeah. and for others. Do you ever work with any pregnant women or new moms who are just kind of like readjusting to their bodies?
1: I I haven't worked with anyone during their pregnancy, but I have worked with new moms and that has been a beautiful, I mean, everything is beautiful to witness in these sessions. Um, but that's been really beautiful because it's, um, what I've noticed is I'm watching this person who, um, you know, at least with one client years ago, she lost her sense of self Mm -hmm. through her pregnancy and through giving birth. And she was uh, struggling with postpartum depression (sighs) and, Mm -hmm she didn't know who she was anymore. Mm. And as we worked together for a few weeks, um, she started to feel who she was again, but in a newer way, like in this newer energy level of who she <sighs> was and stepped, stepped back into her power. And I think that's something that um, I really want to share when it comes to somatic therapy is that it's empowering. Mm. It empowers you to like understand that you really can heal yourself in certain ways and in always like you can heal yourself. You are your greatest teacher. It's just taking the time and the awareness to listen to yourself and oh, trust
0: so what's important. coming through. That's so yeah. important to trust and to listen to your body. I think that that's what has been the greatest gift of like pregnancy and motherhood is really Being able to be so in tune with your body, at least like for me, I'm going to speak for myself. I can't speak for other moms. I've never felt more um, in tune with every little like you know, gesture and feeling and, um, I don't know, everything in my body. Like, I've never felt more in tune with my body and been ready, you know, to go on this next adventure, you know, of of motherhood. And I think a lot of women, and and something that I'm very fearful of because it's very – prevalent in bipolar disorder specifically is postpartum depression and um, postpartum mood and anxiety disorder and psychosis. And so Mm -hmm. I think that so many women, I mean, the statistics are unbelievable, Caroline. You have no idea how high it is with postpartum depression in general. Women have been getting it um, and are affected by it. And it's just, it's not talked about enough at all. But what you're doing is such a gift by helping these women reclaim who they are. I think that that's a huge thing of, of, you know, you have something that's growing inside of you, then it's out of you, then you have to take care of it, but then you look at your body and your body is not the same of what it ever was before. And it's like, you know, refiguring out what do I do? Like, is it exercise? Is it a diet? Is it like I give up or people aren't looking at me the same way they did before. It's that insecurity inside. And so to own your power and be able to learn how to do that because you can't just like snap your finger and go, oh, you know what? I'm hot shit again. Like I'm feeling great. Yeah. It's like, you can have the best body in the world and f- and mentally you don't you don't see that you know what i mean mentally you don't feel that um, and so it's it's truly about owning it and and teaching that to others so that's such a huge gift that that you're doing to so many women, so I, on behalf of the motherhood community, I thank you very much for that. Um, So thank There's you, no- <laughs> thank you,
1: thank you. I'm yeah. I'm. I mean, like, thank you. I'm so grateful that you know people trust me to facilitate that space for them. Yeah. that's so scary.
0: It's so scary. It's know really scary. Yeah. It's really scary. I feel like we're going to have to do some sort of like big, um, you know, yoga therapy session with all the moms and, and, and have you teach that that would be like so powerful and so amazing and do it with a little emotional support group. Um, so now please tell me now about the healing. So you do the trauma healing, you know, with yoga and all these other different things, like explain what is the next step then with the healing?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, I feel so all of like, I feel like everything that I do, all the modalities I have, they all just like kind of merge together. Um, But I would say like, you know, after you book any session with me, after whether we have an intuitive healing session or somatic therapy, or you come to my yoga classes and you find your healing that way. um, I always, always, always recommend like continuing with inner work mm. and, you know, looking at the shadow parts of yourself, asking yourself those tough questions. Um, but my favorite thing and I preach so much, I'm sure people are so tired of hearing it, is to feel your feelings.
0: I say feel your feels all day long. I have a sweatshirt. It says feel your feels like you have to feel your feels because honestly, the highs and the lows and everything in between, because it makes you appreciate when you're happy. It makes you appreciate like when things are good.
1: Yes, exactly. And like, you know, I had a lot of people uh, reach out to me being like, I have, um, you know, I have a really bad mindset. My mindset's very negative. How can I make it more positive? Mm. And one thing that I offer to people is just, you know, for one day, try looking at pretty much everything throughout your day through a positive lens. Even if like you don't really know what that means, just try to find the positive side to everything Right. just for a day. The next day you can go back to being your negative self, whatever <laughs> you want to do. Sure. Um, but I say that because because everything is a practice. We literally have to train our minds to, you know, put ourselves in that positive yeah. space and like to re- rewire right. um, those negative thoughts. And so when you are practicing that, that's when our bodies and our beings can really feel like this is negative. Mm-hmm. This is positive. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is bad. Like we can feel those dualities um, because as humans, like, hello, earth is duality. You right, know, it's, right. it's the highs, it's Yin the lows, yang. it's the tragic. Yeah, it's everything. So if we don't know how to f- feel that first within ourselves, then it's really hard for us to ever see anything. Yeah. You know, to really see that positivity. No. It's so, so yeah, true. I it's just yeah. So please feel your feelings. Like and I think, you know, a lot of the time people are so nervous to feel their own stuff mm. because they're like, oh, it's going to last forever. I'm going to mm. be crying on my floor for, for like 5 days, which maybe you might
0: and but maybe you, know, you needed okay. that yeah maybe that's Absolutely. what you needed
1: exactly like you might have you definitely might have needed that if that's what your body like wants you to do just allow it to happen um but a lot of the times which um and i i guess not a lot of us know this but our emotions only really last 90 seconds but it's when we attach to the emotion that's what? when it starts to last for days, for weeks, for months, for years. Cuz we attach ourselves to the emotion that's associated with that. Whatever story is in our mind, whatever experience yeah. we had that caused that emotion to come about, we attach to that. And then we hold on to it, and then that emotion's in our body like festering around, causing other other things to happen, and then it's really hard to release it. So if you are oh. like, you know, if you're having a moment and you're like I'm so sad, for whatever reason, rather than being like, okay, well, I'm sad. Let me push this past. Let me continue with my day. Right. Just sit there for like two minutes and let yourself be sad, cry. Just feel it deeply, and then know that it will pass because everything is temporary.
0: It's it's very true. I mean, everything is temporary. But that's interesting that you should just sit in it for. And it. Wow. I'm. I'm like. I'm so blown away by this whole like 90 second thing because it's so true. And there have been moments where there's, there's parts of me that I'm like, is it because I'm just like mentally ill that I can get over something like literally at the drop of a hat, but then it's like, oh no, maybe because I don't connect it to an emotion. I don't connect the emotion to a story or I'm not going to linger on with it. And then sometimes I see myself in moods where I'm like, really dark for about two weeks straight and and I don't know how to get myself out of that. Wow. I mean, that's so fascinating. And if you think of it that way, you can kind of like laugh it off almost, you know, like I'm going to sit, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to be sad for two minutes and then like, bye, we're good.
1: <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, of course, it's easier said than done. Sure. It's um, practice. Especially if you're not like- yeah, it's a practice. That's it. And, um, but the thing is, is like, you know, I've had so many people come up to me being like, I don't, I don't want to feel my feelings. It hurts to feel that. Absolutely. It's going to hurt. But at the same time, after you sit with it, you're going to have that like moment of pleasure within yourself. Like you're going to feel that really like lifted lighter space because you just released something. Right. So, you know, we have to kind of sit with the discomfort in order to find comfort again.
0: It's so So, true. And what do you do for yourself? You know, you have all these different tools and stuff, but, you know, do you have like, you know, someone that you can go to that kind of helps you recheck in, if you will, you know, with yourself and your body and your emotions?
1: As of, so as of right now, professionally, I'm in between finding a therapy that works for me where I'm at. Yeah. I've noticed there are certain modalities that um, I really connect with. But also like as a therapist, when I go to a therapist, I'm in my therapist mind. Yes, so I'm imagine. like, oh, well, how do they do that? Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just like, what are you? I'm like, I see what you're doing here. I know what that question leads to. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I have um, one of my best friends, we did our somatic therapy training together. So I go to her oh, sometimes and wow. I'm like, I, you know, could you offer a session to me? And we've held space for each other for four years now of just offering uh, somatic therapy sessions. I actually have one with her later today, um, which is the the most beautiful thing I could have because she just holds space for me so well. And um, yeah, it's so necessary. But other than that, I am like queen of sitting on my floor with my journal and crying. I love to cry.
0: I love that. It's so, love healing. It. so healing and journaling. It's so healing.
1: Yeah. And like, you know, I'll go on to Google, like is all of our best friends. I feel like at this yeah. day where I'll just Google like shadow prompt questions and I'll just start, you know, answering these questions for myself and every, you know, every question that I uh, give to my clients to respond to, mm-hmm. I Do it for myself later that day. I go ahead and I do it. And you know, so that I'm making sure that I'm in alignment with them and like I'm not just, you know, preaching good practices, but then not doing it myself. That's I could never do that. No, you
0: have to practice what you preach. I I completely agree with that. And now TikTok has completely blown up for you in the best way possible. Like is it so fun for you to make these videos for people and, and be able to connect with people all over the world? It
1: has been, it's been such a wild experience because I didn't think that any of this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and it is the most fun thing I do. I, and I love making these just 60 second videos that like offer some little light and some little tool that you can use to just, Navigate your life better, right? Um, and the people on it have been so kind. you know, it's the internet, of so course, most There's of some them have trolls been so out there, kind. yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But no, I've, um, I really like you know, have created such a beautiful community on there, and um, I love like just going through everyone's comments. I take the time to respond to everyone just because I want everyone to like, you are you know, feel
0: seen. <laughs> you are great.
1: There are some, on one video, you know, that got like blown up by millions of people. I was like, that's a lot. You're I'm like, so sorry. I can't do this, <laughs> sorry. I'm
0: so sorry. I'm just going to sit here and journal and cry. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: yes, absolutely. I, I tried and then I was like, God, this is exhausting. I've been on here for like 10 hours. I'm like, I can't do this. I got to step away. Wow. But yeah, no, I am. I am so grateful. It has been so wonderful. I've, you know, I've gained a lot of um, clients from my, you know, from TikTok. I know, I'm sure. The best people in the world. I love them so dearly. And like, I'm just so grateful for their support, you know, supporting the healing modalities that I offer to others and, you know, really having it resonate with them. And
0: And being able to spread the word because I'm sure like so many of them may not have ever hurt of somatic therapy before, you know, this could be a whole new terminology for them. And now they can go out and they can be like, oh, that's interesting. Like almost like divine intervention where they learn how to do it then, you know, so you're teaching a lot of people out there, even though it's, you know, social media, right? We don't think that there's any, like, that it's all silly social media. I believe that there is such a learning teaching power with social media and connecting with people from all over the world, because how else were we going to? do it, you know, and I think that it's really important to, to share our gifts and I don't have your gifts, but I'm going to learn one of the gifts. I have to learn how to tap, tap into my psychic abilities because that would be the dream. I mean, I I have questions for, I am question, I have questions for days for, for my spirit guides. Like, and I try to talk to them all day long, but like, I need like, I'm like, help me out. Help a girl out. Like, I'm really ready, you know? (laughs) Honestly, me too.
1: I'm just like, hey, guys, like, where are you? Where are you? Can
0: you just (laughs) ask one quick question? (laughs) Yeah, speak up a little bit. Speak up, you know? Yeah. Well, Carolyn, I'm going to ask you my final question that I ask everyone on the show, and I'm so happy you came on, so I'm just going to start with that. But what is your emotional support?
1: I feel like that's such a loaded question. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Oh, my emotional support. I, oh gosh, my dog is my biggest emotional support. Honestly, like he (laughs) is a little angel. I love him. I I don't know where he is right now, but um, honestly, like whenever I feel I just need, I need support. I hug him and I just love on him so much. And, you know, they're so empathetic. They just know when something's going on. Um so yeah, so my dog, and I'm so grateful for my friends and my family. I think I have yeah. a really good support system and they're very um, kind. I know I they're just beautiful souls. I'm surrounded by the best people, the best creatures. My home is my emotional support. This is my oh, favorite place to be. Yeah. I love that. my
0: tears. <laughs> and your tears. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well Caroline, thank you so much for coming on emotional support. and I want everyone to not only follow and like get involved, but hopefully, you know this 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 episode taught a lot of people to kind of open their eyes to something different in another you know part of the universe, if we will um, yeah. and to learn and remember to feel your feels.